جادو وين الموضوع طب اسمع اسمع قولها انا شاطر I didn't want to leave my home. We were comfortable. We had power, food, and water. All my BBC colleagues had already fled south. They told me how bad the situation was. No electricity, no water. I didn't want to go. I wanted to delay the suffering my family would have to face for as long as possible. But the houses opposite our home were being bombed one after another. I knew our turn would come next. I had already lost one son. I couldn't risk losing another. What did my son do to die like this? What was his mistake? In the rush to go, we didn't even close our front door. Then we started our journey through hell. There were Israeli soldiers stationed in demolished buildings along the road. We didn't want to use our phones to film as we were worried about being targeted. We walked for hours and knew eventually we'd have to cross the Israeli army's checkpoint. We were nervous. My children kept asking, what will the soldiers do to us? We came to a stop about a kilometer from the checkpoint itself, joining a long queue of people that stretched across the entire width of the road. We spent more than four hours waiting, sometimes only taking one step forward in half an hour. People were crying and there was no room to sit down. My father fainted and we had to hold him up. When we entered the checkpoint, it felt like judgment day. I saw about 50 people in total get detained, all men. They were asked to strip to their underwear and sit on the ground. A few meters beyond the checkpoint, I saw four detainees in their underwear being blindfolded. Beside a demolished building, there was a wall of sand. The blindfolded men were taken to the sand hill by soldiers and then took steps down out of my vision. Then we heard gunfire. I'm not sure whether they were shot or not. 
Further along the road, I saw corpses and rotting body parts. I saw about 10 bodies on the ground. They were covered in flies and being eaten by birds, giving off one of the foulest smells I have ever experienced. I screamed at the top of my lungs, telling my children not to look. I told them to look at the sky and continue walking. Then an Israeli tank appeared. It was moving towards us at speed. In our fright to get away, we had to trample over those bodies. The weather was freezing. It was the coldest night I've ever experienced in my life. I had to take off my shirt to cover my youngest boy, Jad. The next morning, we set off early for Khan Yunus taking a donkey cart ride for some of the journey. At Deir el-Balah, we got on a bus with a capacity for 20. There wasn't enough room for us, so some of us clung to the doors and windows. I knew that the ground operation would move towards Khan Yunus. I knew there'd be nowhere safe. In Rafah, we are renting a small outhouse. The roof is made of tin and plastic bags. If Sharpnel falls, there is nothing to protect us. We have to wait in a three-hour queue for drinking water. So this is what we do now. We have hardly anything to eat and nowhere to go. All I want to do now is leave Gaza and be safe with my children. 